pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. Amazing. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, your exercise, and medication decisions. All those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and a lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won. Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing high five casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Woo! I won again. I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high five moment today? Only at highfivecasino.com. High five casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High five casino. Zen Nicotine Pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. Which means Zen pairs well with you, your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life. Because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Visit Zen.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zen. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. What's up? This your boy, Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unk, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unk podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unk, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast. Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. The Verdict Watch is over. A jury finds in a split verdict mostly for Captain Jack Sparrow, a.k.a. Johnny Depp. While they did support one of Amber Heard's claims. What happened? What went sideways during this trial for Amber Heard? And now, what's next? I'm Nancy Grace. This is Crime Stories. Thank you for being with us here at Fox Nation and Sirius XM 111. First of all, Take a listen to what happened from the horse's mouth. Listen. Mr. Fourperson, is this the verdict of the jury? Yes. All right. Is it unanimous? Yes. Thank you, sir. Jamie? In civil case number CL 2019-2911, Mr. Depp's claim against Ms. Heard. One, as to the statement appearing in the online op-ed entitled Amber Heard, I spoke up against sexual violence and faced our culture's wrath. That has to change. In the Washington Post online edition, 
Quote, I spoke up against sexual violence and faced our culture's wrath. That has to change. End quote. Do you find that Mr. Depp has proven all the elements of defamation? Answer, yes. Has Mr. Depp proven by a greater weight of the evidence that question, the statement was made or published by Ms. Hurd? Answer, yes. The sta question, the statement was about Mr. Depp. Answer, yes. Question, the statement was false. Answer, yes. This jury had 42 specific questions they had to answer. Um, either side was alleging basically three main charges against the other. What was lost in the sauce was that this was two lawsuits merged together. Depp suing Amber Heard for $50 million, claiming she defamed him, and Amber Heard countersuing for $100 million back at Depp, claiming that he through his lawyer, Waldman, had defamed her. Well, it turned into a, a real brawl. With me and All-Star panel to make sense of what we know right now, you just heard a portion of what went down in the jury room as the verdicts were announced. Straight out to Caitlin Becker joining us, senior reporter, DailyMail.com. Caitlin, give me a recap of the jury's decision, a jury of seven. Well, Nancy, they overwhelmingly cited for Johnny Depp, they found that Amber Heard's 2018 op-ed in the Washington Post defamed him, that she knowingly wrote false information, that she did so with malice. I was pretty shocked. And at the end of all of that, they awarded a massive amount of damages, $10 million in compensatory damages and $5 million in punitive damages. Now, that did change because there is that $350,000 cap on punitive, punitive damages in the state of Virginia. So that number was slashed quite a bit. And then they turned to Amber Heard's counterclaim against Johnny Depp, finding in her favor on one of those counts, finding that he defamed her through statements made by his lawyer and then ordering him to pay her $2 million. So when all is said and done, when all of that math is done, Johnny Depp essentially walked away with about $8.35 million in damages. Okay, so the math is... The jury awarded him $10 million in compensation for alleged damage to his career, $5 million in punishment, punitive damages against Amber Heard and for Depp. Then that was reduced, that $15 million was reduced because in Virginia, for punitive damages, you can only get $350,000 max. So the $5 million was reduced to $350,000. That leaves us at $10,350,000. But then the jury in the number two claim by Heard awarded Heard $2 million. So you now take the $10,350,000 minus the $2 million he owes Heard, and you end up with $8,350,000. Question to you, Caitlin Becker, why were you shocked? I think this whole case almost felt like the legal embodiment of her original op-ed. She spoke out against sexual violence and faced the culture's wrath. I watched every day of this trial. I watched the testimony. And from my perspective, I feel like she maybe proved that Johnny Depp was abusive. I also felt like Johnny Depp proved that she was abusive. They both seemed like abusive partners. So I was really surprised at the end of it that Johnny Depp's 
celebrity had kind of won out through all of this. I think the jury turned on Amber Heard when she got up on that stand and felt like she was acting and they were endeared to Johnny Depp when he got up on that stand and felt like they were front and center with a celebrity who's been in their homes for decades. To you, Daryl Cohen, former felony prosecutor, now veteran civil attorney, joining us out of the Atlanta jurisdiction. Daryl Cohen, what do you make of it? Well, I think that Fair Maiden just was not likable. And Nancy, we've talked about this forever. You have to have likability on the stand. And the public opinion, the court of public opinion, didn't like Amber, didn't like the way she was. I thought finally she changed her persona after she changed her PR people, but it wasn't enough. And I don't think it was about what she wrote and what Johnny Depp's lawyer did. I think it was more about the way that the public just didn't like her. So maybe Aquaman was her uh, her last stand. I, I don't know. But I do think it'll be fine. For uh, both of you them. know what? You know what? You're not here to say, I don't know. You're the civil lawyer expert, and I can tell you, it's not a popularity contest, although when a jury doesn't like a witness, they're much less prone to believe the witness. I believe the jury smelled her lies on other issues, like the charity donation that she never made, that she swore under oath she had made, uh, like the claiming that no no one in her camp tipped off TMZ to show up at the courthouse when she got a TRO, temporary restraining order, and was supposed to turn a certain way so they could get a photograph of the bruise on her face. That didn't just happen. That was orchestrated. They claimed that Depp pushed Kate Moss down the stairs, and then Kate Moss appears as a rebuttal witness, which is very powerful when you get the last word. Depp brought her on as a rebuttal witness to say that didn't happen. I mean, there, there's a huge list of lies um, that she wasn't setting him up. Then why all the videos and the photographs uh, that it wasn't about the money? At all. When testimony came in that she demanded use of his three penthouse apartments and a Range Rover to boot. Now, what does this have to do with him hitting her? Nothing. It doesn't mean he didn't hit her. But what it did do, Daryl Cohen, is hurt her credibility as opposed to debt that gets up there and goes, yeah, I do drugs. I'm an alcoholic. I slam cabinets and I kick things and I throw things, but I don't hit anybody. He owned up to it all except the beating. So that is why I believe the jury rejected her claims. Not because they didn't think Depp ever hit her, but because they thought she was lying about other things. Jury nullification. And that's partially what they did. They liked her, not at all. They liked him a lot. And they did take, in my view, their thoughts about her lying. They did take the fact. And the America's really cool. If you do something wrong as a celebrity and you admit it, after a while, it's okay. But if you don't admit it, it's never okay. And so our fair maiden is just not a fair maiden. She lost a lot more money than she won if either of them ever collect the lawyers will and the lawyers have yeah yeah you're right the lawyers will collect
the following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. I won! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sort. High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again. Platoon, present cell phone. High Five. High Five. Casino. Casino. Win at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. Ever wolfed down a Big Mac and thought, I could use some extra cash? Mm-hmm. Meet Drop, the ultimate rewards app. Earn free gift cards for getting your daily coffee or late night drive through effortlessly. Just link a card, shop, and watch rewards stack. With Drop, it's like getting paid to indulge. <laughs> Download Drop now and start earning. Use the code DROP22 for $5 in points instantly. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's crime stories possible. It's Lisa Mattress. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new natural hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design icon West Elm, the natural hybrid is the culmination of the two companies' shared values of premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the natural hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. I want to do that. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Go to lisa.com forward slash Nancy to learn more. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash Nancy. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Guys, what happened in that courtroom? Uh, many people thought it would be shoe-in for Amber Heard, but it all ended up bass-ackwards. Take a listen to our cut 65, our friend Ron Allen at NBC. Cheering, yelling, and screaming support for Johnny Depp, as has been the case for the last number of weeks. He had been winning this in the court of public opinion, it seemed obvious, online, social media. And as the verdicts were read, uh, cheering outside the courthouse from a small group of, uh, of people here today. We, we don't have the huge crowd that we've had 
for the past number of weeks because Depp is not here. He is in England. Uh, he's playing a number of concerts. And he has just released a statement, which I can read to you in part. Uh, it says, uh, six years ago, my life, the life of my children, the lives of those closest to me, and also the lives of the people who for many, many years have supported and believed in me were forever changed, all in the blink of an eye. Then he goes on to say, and six years later, the jury gave me my life back. Mm. I am truly humbled. Uh, that is what Depp has always said this is about. It wasn't about money. It wasn't about vengeance. It was about trying to get his good name and reputation back because he vehemently denied the allegations that he was an abuser, that he uh, that he had committed violent acts against Amber Heard. Okay, while he is happy, his camp is happy, and he says, the jury has given me my life back, just the opposite on the other side of the courtroom. Take a listen to Our Cut 66, our friends at NBC. This is coming from Amber Heard. The disappointment I feel today is beyond words. I'm heartbroken that the mountain of evidence still was not enough to stand up to the disproportionate power, influence, and sway of my ex-husband. Heard goes on to write, I'm even more disappointed with what this verdict means for other women. It's a setback. It sets back the clock to a time when a woman who spoke up and spoke out could be publicly shamed and humiliated. It sets back the idea that violence against women is to be taken seriously. She goes on to say, finally, I'm sad I lost this case, but I'm even sadder still that I seem to have lost a right I thought I had as an American to speak freely and openly. Now, this statement came to us just minutes after the verdict came out, so it seemed to be a prepared statement that Amber Heard sent out to the press. To Dr. Charles Heller, joining us, clinical forensic psychologist specializing in domestic violence. He's the chief forensic consultant at Rockland County. Dr. Heller, thank you for being with us. There you see Amber Heard painting the court battle very much in a David and Goliath style where she would be David in her mind and Depp Goliath. Now, as far as their bankability, their box office numbers, I agree with her. But I do not believe that it was necessarily Johnny Depp's popularity that caused this verdict. I think the jury caught her in lies and they they just lost all respect or all likability for her. For instance, and I'm I'm not saying you never hit her. I'm saying she lied about other matters and the jury did not believe her, which they are allowed to do under the law. I think they hit each other. But for instance all this business about donating the $7 million divorce settlement to charity, instead of insisting until she was blue in the face that she did donate it, and then the ACLU comes up and says, yeah, well, no, you didn't. Why didn't she just say, you know what? I had the best intentions. I donated 2 or $3 million, but then I ran out of money. Then I caught this lawsuit. I had the best intentions, but no, I never finished giving the money. I gave all I thought that I could. So there. Nancy. What? The world has gotten a great lesson in how to assess false allegations. This is what I do all the time. And there's a certain, certain procedure a forensic psychologist has to follow in terms of assessment of an allegation. You have to look at patterns. You have to look at any past dishonesty about anything, especially the situation. Oh, dear Lord in heaven, man. Everybody's lied. 
That doesn't well, mean uh, you can't be a victim. They caught her in many lies. Yeah. Okay. And he was actually honest about a lot of his deficits and acting out in terms of alcohol and drugs. That's a really nice way to put it. His deficits. Whew, man, he was a raging guy when he would be high on drugs or alcohol. But again, you're talking about uh, lies about other things that affect credibility. I think that's what you're saying, Dr. Heller. That's what I'm saying. You know, it's it's not so much public opinion that changed this verdict toward death. It's It's not that the jury liked him more than her. It's simply the facts. The evidence didn't match up with what she was saying. Joining me right now is a special guest, Julie Owens, victim advocate, domestic violence expert, consultant, and you can find her at domesticviolenceexpert.org. Julie Owens, weigh in. Good morning, Nancy. Uh, It's a devastating decision uh, and will reverberate for years, I'm sure, uh, with a chilling effect on other domestic violence victims. There is no doubt in my mind, after uh, more than 30 years of uh, working on similar situations that weren't as high profile, Johnny Depp is a textbook abuser, Nancy, and he has every single characteristic of a domestic violence offender, whereas she does not. He's a great actor. He's playing the role of a lifetime. This is a man who said, we're married. Now I can punch her in the face and no one can do anything about it. This is a man who fantasized about killing her, who told her he's going to ruin her reputation, who said she's begging for total humiliation. She's going to get it. I have no mercy, no fear. I'm happy she wants to fight this out. No victim says those things. You know, I'm thinking through everything you're saying. Um, There's no question that we have to take witnesses and victims as we find them. You can't uh, change a victim's personality. I will never forget Julie Owens. In one of the first cases I tried, not the first, but one of the first, I got a case that none of the, and (laughs) you know how it goes, Daryl Cohen, when you first go to the district attorney's office, you're what they call a mule, okay? And you are sent to all the courtrooms and you basically are handed the, the cases that the permanently assigned, the veteran trial lawyers, don't want to try. For instance, my first trial was a shoplifting from a Kmart where the guy didn't take anything. And you'll remember Harvey Moskowitz, our friend, great trial lawyer, gave me the case to try and then immediately went out of town with Arla, his wife. I was thrilled to try a case, but then I realized the guy got a CD player, he cut it off the display, stuck it down his pants, put it in a rug, got all the way to the front door of the Kmart, and then left it in the rug. Well, they, the deputy dogs, security guys at Kmart, threw him on the asphalt and yanked him back in and arrested him for shoplifting. He didn't have anything on him. He left it in the store. I had to try the case, and I got a conviction, Daryl, on attempted shoplifting. So... (laughs) In the next case I had, Daryl, I had a woman that was arm-robbed with a knife. What I really didn't want the jury to find out was she was a stripper. And she was coming out of a strip club at like 4 a.m. dressed as a cheerleader. And a guy pulled a knife and took all her tips. 
Well, I thought they wouldn't like her if they found out she was a stripper. So I got her up there and um, I said, you know, how long have you lived in Atlanta? You know, where did you go to school? Where did you go to church? Blah, blah, blah. I looked over at the jury and they were like, mm-hmm. There's no way to change a witness or a victim, Daryl Cohen. You got to go with what you got. And what Julie is alluding to is no victim, no witness is perfect. So what? You're never going to find for them because they're not perfect? Daryl, are you there? I am here and I'm listening to everything. And I think very honestly, the problem was, again, you talk about her lies. I agree. I talk about her likability. Hopefully other people agree. Unfortunately, her likability didn't exist. She had a lack of it. And when she had her hair a certain way in the courtroom, when she had her makeup a certain way in the courtroom in the beginning, it wasn't working. And Nancy, you only have one chance to make a first. I I hope you're not boiling this down to her hair and makeup because that is not what happened in the courtroom. That is not what happened. This is what happened. What about Kate Moss? Listen. We were leaving the room and Johnny left the room before I did and there had been a rainstorm and as I left the room, I slid down the stairs and I hurt my back. How did you... And... I apologize, Miss Moss. Please continue. And I screamed because I was in, because uh, I didn't know what had happened to me and I was in pain. And um, he came running back to help me and carried me to my room and got me medical attention. Did Mr. Depp push you in any way down the stairs? No. Uh, during the course of your relationship, did he ever push you down any stairs? No, he never pushed me, kicked me, or threw me down any stairs. Okay, right there to Joseph Scott Morgan, professor of forensics, Jacksonville State University, author of Blood Beneath My Feet on Amazon, and star of a new hit series on iHeart Body Bags with Joseph Scott Morgan. Joe Scott, it's issues... I, I, I don't know what Daryl Cohen is drinking in his coffee, if that's ex- exactly what's in that mug, but... This is not about anybody's hair and makeup. This is about inconsistent statements on the stand. The the Johnny Depp team could not bring in Kate Moss unless and until Amber Heard's side brought her up. At that moment, it's like a vampire. Then once you're invited, you can bring in the evidence. And they did. And it was toward the end of the trial. It's one of the last things echoing in the jury's, the juror's ears and they hear yet another claim made by Amber Heard was false. I think that had a great deal to do with her undoing uh, lies about Kate Moss being beaten by Johnny Depp. That's not true. Uh, the, the charity, the, the poop on the bed, I mean, it just goes on and on and on. That doesn't mean she was never struck, but it does mean she lied. Joe Scott, you're the expert. Weigh in. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, going back to, uh, I still can't get past this whole TMZ thing with the injury to the face, Nancy. You know, when you look at that, when you look at that image now that this verdict has come in, and we kind of begin to see this timeline 
this seems manufactured now at this point. Okay, now now hold on. Julie Owens is not going to like anything that you're saying, but but I, I have to agree with you. The timing was just too perfect. And again, I believe anybody in their right mind thinks that these two hit each other. But speaking of what you perceive to be a manufactured. I guess you're saying bruise or scenario regarding our friend Harvey Levin at TMZ, a wildly popular site online. Listen to this. This is what came out in court. Would you normally send paparazzi to a courthouse? Uh, Only if we had been informed prior. It's not by any means a celebrity hotspot. We would only ever send people there if we had been tipped off that something was occurring and there was somebody present there. And what footage was TMZ trying to capture at the L.A. courthouse on May 27th, 2016? We were trying to capture uh, Amber leaving the courthouse and an alleged bruise on the right side of her face. What was your team of paparazzi supposed to do while they were at the Los Angeles courthouse on May 27th, 2016? Their objective was to capture her leaving the courthouse and then she was going to sort of stop and turn towards the camera to display the bruise on the right side of her face, the alleged bruise. Did your team of videographers get the shot of Amber Heard? We did. To Caitlin Becker joining us, senior reporter with DailyMail.com, explain in a nutshell the whole TMZ drama. So essentially what happened here, Nancy, is they call this guy that used to work at TMZ to the stand to discuss why there were cameras from TMZ, paparazzi cameras at the courthouse when Amber Heard showed up to file this TRO, how they knew they were going to be there and whether or not it was her team that tipped them off. You heard the back and forth on the stand. It didn't seem to go well. I don't think Amber's team got out of him what they wanted to get out of him. He was a bit persnickety. I, from experience, I worked there for a time in my life. I didn't work there at the time that this happened, but I do know that if the answer, the answers to the questions she was asking were not going to come from this guy, they were going to come from other people at that company. You heard him multiple times say, I was told by a news producer. I was told by a news producer. It went up on TMZ.com. I was informed by a news producer. He wasn't the person with the information that she wanted. So she was never going to get what she wanted out of him. But my takeaway of all of this as someone who's covered these types of things for more than a decade, who's worked as an entertainment journalist for a very long time. Isn't this why, as a celebrity, you have a team? The news is going to get out there anyway. I mean, a hundred times, I feel like we've heard them say, how did reporters know she was going to be there? There are reporters that work in the courthouse every single day. They work in the courthouse. So if Amber Heard shows up, they're going to know when she walks in the door. If a celebrity attorney shows up, they're going to call their news desk and say, a celebrity, the so-and-so celebrity attorney is in here. Send a camera down. I don't know why they're here, but you're going to want to know. So it makes sense to me that Amber's team would have called ahead of time to try to get their side of the story out, would have leaked it. Maybe Amber didn't know. Maybe she wasn't aware of that and it was her team orchestrating this, but that happens all the time. Okay. Now, uh, along that line... Let's, let's follow up on what Caitlin Becker from DailyMail.com is saying. Joe Scott Morgan, um, your claim is Amber Heard says she had nothing to do or her camp with tipping off TMZ, that she was going to get a restraining order, and that she had a bruise on her face. 
They say she was in on it and she was even prepared to turn a certain way and pause at the door, the entrance, so the camera could get a shot of the bruise. And that is exactly what happened, Joe Scott. Yeah, it is. And, uh, you know, let's go back to when this uh, event occurred and LAPD had shown up at the residence or the local police department showed up at the residence. And, you know, it's at that particular time that when the investigators took a look at her, uh, they had noted that they didn't, they didn't see any evidence of injury. And as we know, Nancy, from a forensics perspective, if you get popped in the face, okay, you're going to have immediate swelling. You'll have a redness that occurs. That's, that's along the continuum here. You know, all the cases that we work relative to abuse, you know, that's one of the things that we do with kids and, and people that have been abused. We try to age the, age the injuries. And with her, you know, they didn't see it at that particular time. But yet when this photo is taken and this is downrange on, in linear time, it's away from the event. You've got something that's presenting as red and it's got a very distinctive margin to it where, you know, you're saying somebody struck you with a phone. I'm, look, you can try to sell it to me all day long. I'm not going to believe it because the science doesn't back it up. It, it's it's nonsensical to me. And it seems like it's something that is a total contrivancy to me. To Julie Owens joining us, special guest, victim advocate with the Domestic Violence Expert Consulting Group. You can find her at domesticviolenceexpert.org. Julie... <laughs> Here's, here's the problem. As you know, I prosecuted domestic violence for many, many years. Usually, well, always by the time I got them, they were an aggravated battery or a homicide. The fact, Julie, that someone actually walked up to me in Target and said, do you think Amber Heard faked her bruises? If it's at that point where somebody on the jury thinks, well... <laughs> Did she fake her bruise that day? Because if she faked her bruise one time, her case is right down the crapper. There's really no way to, to say it any more nicely. Even if Depp had beaten her, if she is suspected of faking bruises or setting up photo hits like this with TMZ, it's over. Well, you're right. And I think that's why the perception of the jury and the public has been so skewed. Uh, I don't know if she faked a bruise or not. I do know, I am convinced without a doubt that he battered her and he abused her in every way, that he is textbook abuser. And victims are damned if they do and damned if they don't. Whatever they say is going to be used against them. And this case is what I call a classic case of Darvo. Deny, attack, reverse the victim and offender. And that is what happened. It happens every single day in courts across the country in criminal courts where victims are arrested after they have defended themselves in civil courts when the abusers get restraining orders against them in family courts when they are made to look crazy or unstable or dangerous and they lose custody of their children. This is a classic tactic of abusers. He had all the assets all the money, all the resources to make her look like a liar and crazy. And he did. And she's not perfect. She's not very likable, frankly, as it's been said. But that's not what this is. As you said, Nancy, it's not a popularity contest. The fact is he did abuse her. He abused her in many ways. He, had, he acknowledged that he wanted to kill her. He, he said it. 
and still he wins. And this is exactly what she was saying in her op-ed. This is what happens when a victim comes forward. Instead of looking at the abuser, uh, the focus goes on the victim and tearing her apart until everybody forgets who the, that there was an abuser here. That is what has happened to Amber Heard. Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at HighFiveCasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at HighTheNumberFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino. Is getting gas at Exxon burning a hole in your wallet? What if I told you you can easily earn cash back while you fill up? Introducing Drop, the app that turns every fill up into a reward. With Drop, you'll earn points to get free gift cards every time you fill up your tank. Download Drop and use code DROP66 to instantly receive $5 in points to jumpstart your savings journey. Don't miss out on turning your gas expenses into something rewarding. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's crime stories possible. It's Lisa Mattress. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new natural hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design icon West Elm, the natural hybrid is the culmination of the two companies' shared values of premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the natural hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. I want to do that. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Go to lisa.com forward slash Nancy to learn more. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash Nancy. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. 
sensational testimony that would normally send somebody to jail. Amber Heard describes for the jury being raped by Johnny Depp with a wine bottle. Listen. With just a pressure on my pubic bone and I don't know. I I don't remember what I said. I just remember being really still, not wanting to move. I remember looking around the room. I remember looking at all the broken bottles, broken glass. And I remember that it's just not wanting to move because I didn't know if it was broken. I didn't know if the bottle that he had inside me was broken. I couldn't feel it. I couldn't feel it. I didn't feel pain. Many people wondered, Julie Owens. Amber Heard is educated, sophisticated, has money, has uh, contacts, has a supportive family, has a whole team around her. Julie, most women say that if they were raped by a wine bottle or cavity search for drugs, as Heard also stated, they would be long gone. They'd be on the phone calling 911 and having a police report and a claim of rape at the very least would leave. Now, I know from working at the Battered Women's Center that many women feel they have to stay in the relationship to, for their children. They don't have money. They don't have a means of escape. They're afraid they'll be killed. None of that is true in this scenario. And I can bet you Everything I've got, if I were raped with a wine bottle, I would leave, number one, take my children with me, number two, get a divorce and go to the police station and make a claim. But that didn't happen. Julie Owens, many legal eagles believe if this scenario had, scenario had really taken place, Amber Heard would have been long gone and would have called police, but that didn't happen on any of the alleged sex attacks. That's right, and that doesn't surprise me one bit, frankly. As I said, I have worked with victims for over 30 years, thousands of them, and it doesn't surprise me at all, no matter how heinous the act, when a victim doesn't come forward, and this is a perfect example of why, they are not believed. They will not be believed. It will be turned against them, especially when the abuser is someone who is so well-loved and so powerful. They don't even bother. And I believe completely that this probably happened because false allegations don't sound like this. Who says they got raped with a wine bottle? Come on. This is this is a classic ring of truth kind of a thing for me. I believe it did happen. And I know other things that are even worse would have happened when victims had not gone forward because they were afraid, because they didn't mm -hmm. know if things were going to get worse. 
they didn't know what, what was going to go from there. Daryl Cohen, you and I have tried a lot of cases, including before you were a civil attorney, you prosecuted many rape cases, as did I, of adult females, as well as child molestation. But right now I'm talking about adult females. One thing I would always look for, and this is before there was DNA readily attainable, is an outcry witness. An outcry witness is someone the victim tells, doesn't have to be immediately, tells what happened. It could be a cop, it could be a rape counselor, it could be your mother, it could be a friend, it could be anybody. That's one thing that would have corroborated Amber Heard's testimony. But we didn't get that at all on any of these claims, Daryl Cohen. Well, Nancy, it is it, it is possible. It is possible in her own mind. Johnny is cooler than I am. Johnny is a bigger box office hit than I am. I am a struggling, though I'm doing pretty well as an actor. And I don't want to tell anybody. I'm so embarrassed, so terribly embarrassed that I just can't say anything to anyone because it will just destroy me. That's a possibility. But also with Amber, she had put up a cloak of badness. I talked about hair and makeup. I want to add to it facial expressions. I want to add to it body language. That's what the jury saw and heard. And you can only have one chance to make a first impression. She didn't make a good impression. And I'm wondering if the jury actually did anything other than just pay a little bit of, okay, yeah, she's testifying. Do I believe her? No. Why? Because I don't like her. Why? Because she lied on other things, as you have pointed out. Why? Because Johnny is really a good guy. And, you know, he's admitted that he's got this drug problem. He's admitted he has this alcohol problem. But, oh, my gosh, that great pirate, he would never hurt a woman. He may scream. He may drink. He may do all these things but he will never hurt anybody physically. I believe it because I want to. Well, speaking of that, I want to follow up on exactly what you're saying. I considered the testimony of movie star Ellen Barkin to be very significant. When I first listened to her testimony, I felt that it would help Amber Heard because she describes in great detail that Johnny Depp is mean, he's jealous, he's volatile, he's angry, he's drunk or high all the time, and he's not afraid to cause a ruckus. She describes having a wine bottle thrown in her direction, not necessarily at her, but in her direction while Depp was having an argument with somebody else. They were all in the room together. Listen to Ellen Barkin. Mr. Depp threw a wine bottle across the room, the hotel room, on one instance in Las Vegas while we were shooting Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Were you, was something about to happen? A fight was going on. Between you and Mr. Depp? No. Who was the fight between? Between Johnny Depp and his friends in the room, the assistant. Honestly, I don't remember. And the bottle that, do you remember seeing here today, Ms. Barkin, whether the bottle was full of wine or, or empty? I don't. 
sitting here today, Ms. Barkin, do you remember uh, whether the bottle hit you? No, it did not. Um, did the bottle hit anyone else? No, it did not. Approximately how far away from you was Mr. Depp when he threw the bottle? Across the room, so maybe by, by that break in the table or a little further down. It was a toss. I thought that would really help Amber Heard. But on second thought, as I analyzed it, it turns out to really corroborate what Johnny Depp said, that he would throw things, that he would bang cabinets and kick things and beat the wall. But never did Barkin state she was harmed. Listen to Barkin. You just used the word jealous. How, how did that come up? What did he say that indicated to you that you was jealous? He's just a jealous man controlling where are you going, who are you going with, what, what did you do last night. I had a scratch on my back once that got him very, very angry because he insisted it came from me having sex with a person who wasn't him. During the time that you were in a sexual relationship uh, with Mr. Depp, was it common for him to say things to you about being controlling, to use your words, or being jealous? Of you? Yeah, very common. And uh, when, in these instances, when Mr. Depp became jealous or controlling, did he also become angry? Yeah, and demanding. To Dr. Charles Heller joining me, forensic psychologist, I'd like to hear what you think about that. Yeah, with all due respects, I, dis I, I disagree with what Julie said. I understand that she is an expert in domestic violence. I'm also an expert in domestic violence. And I also treat patients. And I also know about the truth about the, the frequency of false allegations. And they have to be assessed. And we can't just generally accept everything an accuser says. For example, Julie said that Johnny Depp said that he wanted to kill Amber. Well, that's not really correct. He said that he did write those texts, which I believe were more tongue-in-cheek than actual threats. He didn't want to kill her. But this is the nature of... Hold on a of, minute, Dr. Charles Heller. I don't believe, and of course I have to go read his texts to find out, but the last time I tried to read them, my eyes started bleeding because they were so boring. I don't believe my husband would ever write a text about my rotting corpse in the trunk of a car. Nor would I, I didn't even say it, it tastes like dirt in my mouth, say that about my husband, ever, never. Well, that's true. But, you know, people have idiosyncrasies. It doesn't mean that what they type are going to, what they're going to say, <laughs> That's what really putting perfume do. on the pig, calling it an idiosyncrasy. Julie Owens, I find that more than an idiosyncrasy. I mean, I know, in my mind, as a veteran trial lawyer, why this jury found for Depp. Because they did not like Amber Heard. They thought she lied. They thought she set him up for money and that this was a part of the setup. And they didn't want anything to do with it. They weren't having it. Well, she That's did what lie. I think happened. She did lie. Yeah, I know she did lie. But what I'm saying... It wasn't that they thought it. Julie Owens, texts like that are not just an idiosyncrasy. When you're talking about your ex's dead, rotting corpse and how you want to make sure she's dead so you're going to F her first, the, the corpse, 
That's not an idiosyncrasy. Exactly. You you said it, Nancy. And somebody was su- suggesting why did he why didn't Kate Moss why didn't Ellen Barkin uh, say that they were abused? You know why? Because this is the man who said we're married. Now I can punch her in the face, and no one can do anything about it. Well, speaking of that, what about his wife, Vanessa Paradis? She never came forward with any claim. They were no, never married. She wasn't called. They were never married. So, But they were in a monogamous common law relationship. Oh, agreed. Agreed. But if if the argument is when him saying, she's my wife, now I can beat her, he technically was never married to Vanessa Paradis. So maybe he was waiting for that. Uh, I'm not buying the distinction that you have to be married to him to a wife beater for him to beat you. I don't think that holds up with Depp. That's fair. Uh, I don't think the marriage certificate makes the difference. I think that the jury knew about Vanessa Paradis. I think that they knew about Ellen Barkin, obviously, and they heard from Barkin and they heard from Moss. None of those women would state that Depp beat them. And I think that that all uh, culminated in this verdict. I believe they thought Amber Heard lied. Guys, we know now that an appeal is on. What about it, Caitlin Becker? They're, they're already talking about an appeal. They are already talking about an appeal. Pretty much immediately after the verdict came down, they were talking about an appeal. Amber Heard, is, her team is certainly going to appeal. And at the very least, they're probably going to try to get that number of the damages reduced because as we know she doesn't have that kind of money she didn't have the money to pay the aclu donations she's not that wealthy from what i understand and it looks like her acting gigs have dried up what's going to happen next well one thing we know there's no way to predict what will happen in debt v hurt nancy grace crime story signing off goodbye friend The following is a high-five moment from HighFiveCasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won! Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing High Five Casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Whoa! <laughs> I won again! I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your High Five moment today? Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. Constantly making trips to Home Depot? Introducing Drop, the app that rewards you for every shopping trip. Earn free gift cards for shopping. Download the Drop app now and use code DROP33 to get $5 in points. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's crime stories possible. It's Lisa Mattress, a collaboration between Lisa and West Elm. The natural hybrid is made from natural latex, natural wool, and environmentally safe foams. The natural hybrid elevates your sleep and supports. Go to lisa.com forward slash nancy to learn more. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash nancy. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.